to St. John's Sermons, a podcast from St. John's Lutheran Church, North Prairie, Wisconsin, a congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. We offer this podcast with the loving encouragement to use it as a supplement to your own regular reception of the Lord's gifts of forgiveness and life in word and sacrament on the Lord's day. The Lord bless your hearing of these sermons. Mark, the seventh chapter. Then Jesus returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had had a speech impediment. And they begged him to lay his hand on him. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into his ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha. That is, be open. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. And Jesus charged them to tell no one. But the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. O Lord, have mercy on us. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now, in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Friday before the Super Bowl, on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, Will Ferrell, and I cannot remember who the third one was now. Kevin Hart. Did a celebrity lip sync. That is one of the more popular videos on YouTube these days. And I was reminded as I was preparing this sermon of something that Jimmy Fallon said to Will Ferrell after Jimmy watched Will Ferrell lip sync a Beyonce song dancing around the stage. His comments to Will Ferrell was, I can never unsee that. (laughs) You catch the joke. Watching Will Ferrell pretend to be Beyonce (laughs) is not exactly a pretty sight. And uh, anyway, that's sort of the way it is with the senses. We're getting into the physical healings of Jesus. And two of the next three weeks, we're going to be dealing with Jesus healing faulty senses. This week we're going to be dealing with the deaf and the mute man. In two weeks we're going to be dealing with Jesus' profound healing of the blind man, John chapter 9. But we begin from that point of Will Ferrell's comment, I can never unsee that. So many of the things that uh, our senses are exposed to are kind of involuntary. You don't get much of a choice in the matter. Some of the things you see in life you wished you'd never seen. Right? And some of the things that you hear in life, you really don't get much of a choice over either. Like, for instance, the tornado alert siren that literally existed at the border of our backyard in Watertown and the playground of the grade school on the other side of the fence. The whole north side of Watertown's tornado alert warning was in our backyard. And when it went off, your ears could do nothing but reckon with what you were hearing. 
You couldn't think about anything else during that time. It was so loud, and I'm amazed our windows survived it. And that's how it is. With the sense, so often, you don't really get a choice what you see. You can exercise some control over it, and I highly recommend it, especially in this day of uh, easy access to pornography and other things. It's very good to limit what your senses can see and, and indeed hear. But we're going to begin tonight from what I suspect is the first thing that this deaf man would never unhear. And that is the very first thing he ever heard. We're told that Jesus said one word. He did a couple of other kind of strange things along the way in order to do a primitive sort of sign language to communicate what he was about to do to the man. But my guess is the first thing this man heard might have been the second half of the Aramaic term that Jesus threw at him. One word. Ephatha. Translate out of Aramaic, be open. And it's a classic example of how faith itself works. Faith comes by hearing, Paul wrote. Romans chapter 10. In that same section of scripture, he advocated listening to the preached word. God wants his word preached, even if the preacher's a yoho. He still wants his word preached. He wants his word heard. And that's where faith begins. It begins as that faith bores a hole through our dead ears. The first thing this man heard was the sound of his Lord and Savior's voice. And my guess is if you've lived your entire life unable to hear, the one sound you will never unhear is that first sound you hear. You know, for most of us who um, take this gift of faith sometimes for granted and maybe take sometimes lackadaisical attitudes toward hearing God's word, it would do well to walk for us to walk just a couple of steps in this man's shoes. To just think about what it's like to hear something for the first time. And most of us were baptized as babies, and we don't remember much of what we heard during that time. And we certainly, if we were baptized as babies, we certainly don't remember hearing the splash of water and the words, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. But suffice it to say, those are the first time, that's probably the first time we ever heard our Lord and Savior's voice too. And if you're in the pews tonight, and are a regular attender and hearer of the preached word of God, you're one who has continued to be faithed by that. Not again by your actions. Remember, the senses tend to be fairly passive. As I said before, you don't get your choices sometimes in what you see or what you hear, and especially the ears. It seems to be more so than even the eyes. The ears are passive receptors. Every bit as much as this microphone is a passive receptor that is frankly a dead item without the battery in the pack below. What it hears, it then projects to you. What our ears hear ought to cause us then to project it to others. And indeed, 
as Jesus does the miracle, he warns everybody, please don't tell anybody about this. And this is, this is that great question. Why does Jesus do those sorts of things? Why does he tell people after he does a miracle, don't tell others about it? And that's because they're going to get the wrong idea about him. They're just going to think that he's all about miracles and he's all about healings. But this sort of healing and so many of the miracles are actually also a wider, have a wider application that teaches us something about faith itself. It's not our thing to do, as I've said before, it's not our act, it's not our decision, it's not an act of the human will. Indeed, not so sure this man even asked to have his hearing repaired. But Jesus did it. Jesus spoke. Jesus spoke the very thing that would happen. God's word is that way. God's word does what it says, even as it says what it does. So whatever it is that we might call faith, whatever it is that we have in this salvation, in this forgiveness of sins, in all that Christ offers us in the gospel, comes by the speaking of God's word. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of Christ. That's all well and good, as long as you can hear. And in this text, Jesus makes sure that this man can hear. And in your lives, Jesus has made sure that you too have heard this message. And just like in this text, it doesn't take a lot of words to get the point across. Jesus preaches no sermons on the cross. But one word in the Greek, to thy, communicates to us that Jesus' mission is finished, accomplished, completed, game over, sin, death, and devil defeated. You victorious, you hearing what Christ has to say to you. That, my friends, is the good news. It starts with Jesus. It always starts with Jesus. It emanates from Jesus' cross. It resounds out into the world from Jesus' empty tomb. And it bores the holes into your ears that cause you to hear, that, that open up your eyes, that free your tongues to speak of His goodness. Get your legs moving, walking, dancing to the beat of a God who loves His people. It all begins there where Jesus is first. All the other little things Jesus does before the actual healing, you know, uh, I've heard many people say this text kind of grosses them out. You know, I mean, Jesus spits on his hands and gives the guy what appears to be a wet willy. Um, He, again, touches the man's tongue with his spit on hands. And these are forms of communication as well. And that reminds us that even though there are people in the world that will never hear physically, that does not mean that the gospel is not for them. It does not mean that there aren't ways for us to bring the word of God to them. Call it sign language. That's what Jesus was doing until the very minute he said one word. The word that man would never, ever, ever on here again. And it's one word he says for you too. It's accomplished. You're his now. He's made sure of it. And that, my friends, is where faith begins and ends.
Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This podcast is a service of St. John's Lutheran Church in North Prairie, Wisconsin. For more information, including locations, service times, and links to other Lutheran agencies, please visit our website at www.stjohnsnp.org. That's www.stjohnsnp.org. Theme music performed by Mr. Philip Magnus.